<laughs> it's April. <laughs> what is it? Is it April? <laughs> it's our monthly installment. You know of... that it, you know what month it is, right? It's April. Okay, yes, good. I but I don't to be fair, I also can't tell you the date. I think it's the Ninth, tenth, eighth, seventh, sixth, eighth. Don't go backwards. <laughs> <laughs> it's, Is it the eighth? It's our monthly. It's we're doing this thing now. We started it in the fall of 2021, doing a monthly installment mm-hmm. of your favorite after dinner podcast called Stay. <laughs> I thought we were doing like a. Well, then it's like, well, then stay do F- we, are we doing words? Are we doing syllables? Stay F home Kins. Kins. And my <laughs> name is Paul F. Tompkins. He's a comedian. I'm Janie Anna Tompkins. She's an actress. We're a married couple living in Los Angeles. We, and this is our monthly after dinner podcast. Where we just shoot the shit, chew the fat. Uh, shoot the fat and chew the shit. <laughs> now we Ew, I don't ju- want to chew the shit. We d- not only just ate dinner, but right before that, we just got out of the movies. We went to a movie. We took the risk. I wore a mask the whole movie. I wore a mask the whole movie too. Bad mask choice on my part. Yeah, I don't... Well, okay. Because yeah. it was the kind with the strap, with the double strap. Both What's above. so funny is I'm can I've been convinced every day this week that I've got COVID. Like every, every day this year. <laughs> no, there have been a couple of days where I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> days. where I'm like, I don't have, I know I don't have COVID, <laughs> but like for sure this week I've been like, my skin, I got an itch on my knee, I have COVID, right. or like I I tripped on my toe, I got COVID, like. So I was kind of like, I don't know why I'm wearing this mask because I'm pretty... I mean, I guess I'm wearing it to protect the other people in this movie theater. There were like maybe 10 or 12 other people in there. Yeah. Maybe not 12. A, not a packed I was actually surprised because we are... Um, so we're in Los Angeles and today was a real scorcher. Yeah. Not good. Yeah. It was real hot. So it was like kind of like a no-brainer to be like, let's just go in the afternoon. Because it was like... It was hot. I mean, it's hot right now, and the sun's going down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going. Yeah, yeah. So, you want to share more? I do want to share more, and thank you for prompting me. Do you think that this is already an awkward and and uninteresting, uninviting beginning to the? There's some weird rhythms happening. I don't. I don't feel that way. We only do it once a month, so yeah. we're out of the rhythm. You're feeling, you're feeling a little awkward. True. No, I'm asking. I, you're feeling a little awkward. Oh, there was a because uh, <laughs> it sounded like a uh, uh, yeah. I'm feeling a little awkward, mm-hmm. but it's nothing I can't push through. I think. Is it because I've never introduced you to my family? <laughs> <laughs> And we've been married for over 10 years. 12 years in a couple weeks, in a few weeks. That's right. What are we going to do? 
I'm where you're going to be traveling. I'm going to be traveling. That's true. You That's have fun. no right <laughs> to ask me <laughs> how I feel. Um, we did just see we a, saw movie a movie today. We saw uh, we everything, talk. everywhere, all at once. And it was really good. It was wonderful. Fun as hell. Emotional. Funny. Visual. Beautiful visuals. Loved all the performances. I thought it was clever. Yeah, it was. It really was. I was telling Paul when we walked out, I was like... In protest, because <laughs> none of the actors were wearing masks. <laughs> Well, first I was saying I can't wait to walk outside because I want to take this mask <laughs> off. And secondly, I was like, I, the movie, I'd heard like the movie was good and I'd seen a trailer. Yes. I had not seen a trailer. I'd only heard people raving about it and I tried to avoid any details about it. Yes. I had only heard people raving about it. And then I was like, I think I would like it. The trailer was like, that's interesting. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Exactly. And then at first I was like, oh, I don't think I'm going to like this movie, but I think I'll be entertained enough to get through it. And then like it kind of turned mm-hmm. to, it turned into like 17 movies. <laughs> when it gets going. Different over, movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's. Where I was like, oh, Okay. Yeah. It's so much fun. Um, I, I don't want to say too much about it because uh, I don't want to spoil it for Don't me. say too much about it because I think that will um, take away from people exactly. experiencing it. Exactly. Other than I'm, I am glad we saw it in the theater, not just because of the air conditioning, mm-hmm. but because it was um, visually rich mm-hmm. and quick. I would say it was a sumptuous feast for the eyes. And I like that I, I, you know, had my phone put away and I wasn't, you know, like all of that. Like, I liked that. Yeah. We've been watching a lot of stuff with subtitles lately, which is fun. I like that. Yeah. Personally. Oh, Pachinko. We're We're doing recommendations right now. Yeah, why did you start in with the Rex? Because we just, that's a thing that we did. Because Pachinko was definitely going to be mine. Yeah. And now I feel like robbed. (laughs) Pachinko. And my wreck at the end. <laughs> there might be some other thing that you liked that you could think of. I, but like, I'm kind of like obsessed with Pachinko. Like, mm-hmm. like I tweeted about it. I saw that you tweeted about it and I thought, oh my God, she's obsessed. I'm like so obsessed I with have, it. I have to call it men in the white coats time. <laughs> so a lot's happened since um, the last time we've, we've met. Here on the podcast. But now we're not going to do a recap of a month, are we? <laughs> we're not going to dip back into the vaults to talk about I topics. guess, like, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, well, today there was, like, I guess, should we talk about the Will Smith thing? At this, really? I don't at even. At this point? I, here's, but I did want to at least just say, like, I thought it was both something that was crazy to talk about for a mm-hmm. while and then when i was done i was done and it mm-hmm. still was going yes true and i was like wait a minute i thought we i thought we all agreed as a collective society yeah. that news cycles are like <laughs> yeah maybe like three days like this thing like it kept going to the point where i was like what you i want to say <laughs> i enjoyed talking about it for a full week 
Yeah, I'm wondering, was it a full week for me? I'm wondering if it was a full week for me. Definitely like a good four days. When did we go out to dinner with uh, Alice and Garrett? Was that a Thursday? Should I look it up? I think it was was Thursday. Thursday. Was it the Thursday of that Sunday? Yes. Okay. Then you know what? Not a full week then. I would say maybe that was the last day that I was really enjoying talking about. Yes. 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 (laughs) I think by the time I got to like the point where like Chris Rock had performed like at his comedy concert. <laughs> shout out to, shout out to Che. Oh, Che Diaz. Che we're Diaz. Big, we're, we're big fans in this household. Where he was like, I'm not going to talk about it. I will talk about it when I am able to talk. Like I'm still processing it. But also like, to be fair, he mentioned like I had a whole hour, like I had a whole con- con- comedy concert. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Comedy concert. And that's what I want to do. Yeah. Then I was like, oh, okay. Like, I have no... Like, to be to be fair, like, so many people weighing in at this point, the fact that Chris Rock has not said anything <laughs> is, like, at some point you have to be like, we don't know what he feels or thinks yet. Yeah. Do you know what I did like and about... And so that's, a, that's, like, we need to not deal with it anymore. Yeah, what? What I really liked about his response on stage when he said, you know, I'm, I'm not... I'm not... I can't talk about it yet. Um, I don't want to talk about it until, um, you know, I've processed it and I can make it funny. Right. Like he, he's going to, he has to run yeah. it through the washing machine. He wants to make it. The Chris Rock. Just wa- like, yeah. I'm not, I'm going to talk about this thing that's very voyeuristically interesting to everybody, but I also want to make sure I have good jokes about it, which you- he should have thought about <laughs> on Oscar night. <laughs> there was like so much, there was so much to unpack with it, but like also it was this huge cultural experience because yeah. there's not a lot of live TV things we watch together anymore. I was yeah, realizing. That's very true. You know? Do you know what I was trying to think of today with somebody was what is like the last f- thing that felt like a water cooler show in recent memory was Game of Thrones, where you felt like. The majority of people, not everybody like in old three channel days, but right. the majority of people were were watching that show and and you know commenting. I on agree it. with that, but I will say that like award shows, sporting shows, oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like those happen like where you don't pause because yeah. you you don't want to get ahead of the exactly, yeah. like there's not there's so few of that now yeah. like that there is something kind of neat about that. Oh, absolutely, yeah. It's it. I do love that aspect of it, but I can't think of a. I can't think of like a regular TV show that's like that right now. I don't think there is anything right now. I'm trying to think. Is there anything right now? A Gilded Age, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so sick of talking about the Gilded Age. I will say that, like, because I was like into Sex in the City when and just like that was happening. That was something that I was, had a lot of discourse. Like, yes. like as soon as a oh, and also also, if you are a Euphoria fan like I was, mm-hmm. um, that was something you'd watch right away on Sunday nights too because people would tweet a lot about True. it. True, but it didn't. It didn't feel like it had the same like huge spread of audience. That, no, it doesn't because it's yeah. it appeals to a lot of like younger well, young- <laughs> the cool people like us <laughs> but like younger people you know yeah. they're, they're like living that world yeah, or yeah, whatever yeah. they're not just like watching it 
like being like, thank God I didn't have a kid. <laughs> like this looks terrible. Like this looks really scary and hard. <laughs> if you watch Euphoria, it is like sort of like a birth control show. It's <laughs> yeah. like a birth control show. But and it also it's it's absurd that show. But the performances are great. It's totally yes, yes. Yeah. And and it is done like in a fun visual way. Oh, it's beautiful to look at, absolutely. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> big on the visuals lately. <laughs> well, I feel like like filmmaking, TV making, like now it's almost like there's this bar that has to yeah. be reached. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so much shit now. There's so there's much so stuff much technology too to yeah. like film things like drone f- stuff and you know like drone footage of things. Do you think we'll get to a point where it's all drones shooting movies? No, no more steady cam. No more locked off cameras. It's going to be just a bunch. Of I hope drones not. Making noise that would suck. Actually, <laughs> every movie you see sounds like this. <laughs> That would suck. So what's going on with you? Why don't you tell the listeners how things are in your life? Everything's okay. I had a little bit of a COVID scare when uh, somebody that I worked with, uh, their spouse got COVID, and then a few days later, they got COVID. See, not so nuts that I thought I had COVID all week, right, guys? Well... Not so nuts. Because I thought you brought COVID into this house. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I've been testing and stuff for various reasons. <laughs> Not everybody becomes symptomatic, you it's know. It's true. It's true. But I made it through. So far, so we far, don't know. I'm still waiting on a test, a PCR test from today. Oh, really? Yeah. What's taking so fast? Yes. You fucking know I do. Oh, my God. What if you find out you're positive right this minute? I mean, on that the would air? be a scoop. That would suck. That would be a scoop. It still would kind of. Still in progress. What the fuck check, are they I'll waiting check back for? back in the second half of the show. All of like DC has it. You know that? No, I didn't know that. Oh my God. What? I got so much news I can download to you right now. There's so much nut ass news right now. Nut ass news? <laughs> There's so much nut ass. <laughs> and I mean like <laughs> domestic news i can't talk foreign because it's very uh, there's world atrocities happening and that's not for us to to solve i mean you know like it's horrifying let's get into this nut ass there's like genocides going on right now but like i'm talking about the nut ass like home news Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, made it home. Home news. So home basically, news. okay. So first of all, there is a piece of good news. Now, this is what I like to hear. And isn't it nice that we hear some good news for a change? And wouldn't the mainstream media be well served? Yes, to serve us with good news and also diverse news. Mm, I don't like that. No, I think there should be like divert because there's some fucking crazy ass news stories no one's talking about right now that I'm kind of obsessed with. Are these nut ass? Total nut ass. (laughs) Total nut fucking ass. First, the good news. First, the good news. Uh Justice Katanji Brown Jackson, Mm -hmm. first female black woman. Over the most qualified ever candidate ever. Is she the most ever of qualified? the current of the current? Oh, for sure. Yes, yeah. of the current. She she was uh, 
very well qualified. You've got like Amy Cracker Barrel. Okay. You've got okay. Cla- okay. We, let's not go through. Okay, that so well, then show. you've got like okay, so that was a total <laughs> circus freak show. I mean, I watched circus and a freak show. I watched some of the. <laughs> I don't know why I did. I love a good hearing. Okay. Yeah. I'm down with C-SPAN. I get it going. Mm-hmm. I got my coffee. I'm three hours, you know, behind or whatever over here in the West you Coast. those microphones that they can put in their pocket? There was some uh, freaky-ass shit going on with that mm-hmm. shit. Anyway, so that happened. She got through because... And even, like, a few Republicans voted for her. Mm-hmm. Three, I believe, in the Senate. The ones that are pro-pedophile, yes, of course. <laughs> I can't even go down that road. <laughs> I, know, I know. All right. So this leads me to the super spreader event. So they all went to some dinner to pat themselves on the back over it all. Uh-huh. Which, to be fair, fine. Now, when you say they all went, you're talking about the, the Dems. The Democrats, yes. The Dems. Mm-hmm. My friends that text me every day asking for money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's it. You do write back stop. That's how that goes. I know I should. You just write back stop. I know I should. But I like the little jolt of annoyance it gives me. Mm-hmm. I know. I just write back stop. All right. So they went and they all gave each other fucking Omicron too. <laughs> right. Like 10 of them. Yeah. Schiff, our guy. Mm-hmm. He's our guy. He's our, like, zip code dude. He's our zip code representative. Omicron, too. Pelosi, Merrick Garland, uh, this one and that one, and all of the all of them uh, got it. Pazaki got it twice, I think, but she's maybe wasn't not from that dinner, but, like, she's at it twice. I think her name is pronounced Saki. No, I think it's Pazaki. Pazaki? Like the... Jen Pazaki. The what pizza? The cookie pizza at BJ's. <laughs> what? There's a pizza called Pisaki? The Pazuki. <laughs> it's a cookie as big as a pizza. No. Why is it 500 degrees in here? I don't is know. It, it really is hot. Like, Do you remember we used I to did sit on one that chair side. over and it was warmer and we were like, maybe if we move a chair over, it'll be cooler. I don't, I feel like I'm literally, okay, so, so that's not even, okay, so that's the good news, that's the COVID news, blah, 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 blah. There are two types of blah, news, blah, good blah. and COVID. Here's where I want to drill down. <laughs> okay. There's some weird ass shit mm-hmm. going on mm-hmm. in Washington right now about, mm-hmm. like, I hate to say his name, but he was the president. Oh, my God. That reminded me. I meant to tell you this, and I was saving it all day to tell you on the podcast. Is it what month it is? (laughs) It's April. we settled it. It's April. settled business. No. I went to the post office today. I had to mail a letter to London. I didn't know how to do it. Mm -hmm. So I go to the post office, and I'm standing online. There's this guy in front of me. This is all going to lead to my news, y'all, because it's about the guy that I'm about to talk about. Um, So (laughs) this is the best way in to to talk about it. So I'm standing. Just so you know, you're going to hate the story. (laughs) This is the best way in. So I'm standing there. I'm standing there, 
and there's this guy in front of me at the window, mm-hmm. and he's like full of beans. And I'm kind of enjoying him uh-huh. from afar. Yeah. Okay. He's like in his 70s and he's, you know, like, I need this stamped and this stamp. How much is it? $2 million. <laughs> you got to love a guy like that. And he's just like yucking it up yeah. with the lady. And he's like, oh, it's only $1.37. And he's like, da 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 da. And, he, and then, and then, and I'm just like, in, like enjoying this. Mm. And then at the very end, she's like, well, Honey, you know, do you need any uh, anything else today? And he's like, nope, just keep waiting and keep asking for when those Trump stamps are going to come in. <laughs> oh, what a twist. What a twist. And i like, looking behind me. Those like, Trump stamps. And I'm like, wait, maybe, like, did anyone else catch this? Like, I think no one's paying attention to anything. They were all, like, right. totally, like, yeah, yeah. zoned in the zone. And I was like... Uh, wait. And then I was like, well, wait a minute now. Wait a minute now. Maybe he wasn't like a Trump guy. I don't know. Maybe he's a stamp guy. Let's look at it that way. Because I will say this. This is why I'm leading to the news stories. Mm-hmm. If you're a stamp guy and those Trump stamps are coming out, you're going to want to get as many of them as you, as you can. And I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. They might not be available <laughs> much longer. You're saying because he might be going to prison is what you're thinking? Well, a form of prison. Maybe a Mar-a-Lago ankle bracelet. I'm thinking not a stamp mm. after him at least. I wonder, are there, were there Nixon stamps? I think there were. Were there? I don't know. I don't know. The stamp game is off the Chain oh my god. Right yeah, now. You know what? Maybe you should Hey ah, Cuckoo! Hi. If you if you are wading into the stamp pool, maybe stay in the shallow end for a bit. <laughs> so you don't get in over your head. I bought some stamps today, even though okay, first of all, I sent my, my card to my friend in London. By the way, there was a one stamp. There was a dollar and 30 cent stamp mm-hmm. for just that thing. It should be. Yes. And it was like a flower. And Aww. I was like, man, do I, should I buy a sheet of those? But then I'm like locked into sending more cards to London. And did you send it par avion? No, but it did say internet. She did a stamp on the top that said yeah. international. Those are exciting. Those envelopes with the red and blue. That was not border. mine. It just had the international ink stamp, yeah. and then she put the big flower round stamp. Not and it was to take good away looking. from your from your stamp, but I just was reminded of those envelopes. I bought some stamps today. I got the state and county fair. I I should show them to you. They're in the <laughs> car. I forgot to bring them in, but. I will say this. It was a a really hard decision Mm -hmm. because there were some coffee drink stamps. Coffee drink stamps? Yes. Espresso martini? No. Mm -hmm. Daytime. Not weekend water. Weekday (laughs) water. Work juice. That's your stuff. Right? Sure. But here's the thing. The coffee drink stamps were like the small square ones that come in the booklet. Mm Mm-hmm. The state and county fair stamps, which were very artistically pleasing and and 
colorful mm-hmm. was the big sheet of the oblong rectangle sized. Right. A little more drama. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Add a little, it just added just a little more drama mm-hmm. to, the, to the letter. That sounds nice. I have a bunch of stamps. Really? Even though I very seldom mail things, and it makes me think I should find reasons to mail things. Like, well, write, maybe write letters to people. Well, there is a card shop in our neighborhood now. True. And they're killing it with the card but I, game. But I also... I, I can't also go in have, there without spending money. I also have nice stationery that I've had forever. Mm. Why not use that? Use a nice stamp. Like I have a sheet of Mr. Rogers stamps that I feel Shut like I'm, always, I'm afraid to put them on Up. a thing. I don't want them to run out. You know, those those have got to be like an in perpetuity. Those have got to be like a. They sh- if you're asking me, they should be for sure. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Yeah, I'm because listening. When you said Trump stamp, it made me think. <laughs> why don't they make tramp stamps? <laughs> <laughs> and it's famous, famous tramps. Wait, wait, is the tramp stamp on the tramp stamp? Here's the thing. Wait, would the tramp stamp just be like a. Like uh it's everything. Like a butt, like it the top like, of yes, a butt. It is like the top of a butt the with top a of bad a butt. tattoo on there, right? A faded, yeah, faded, yeah, yeah, yeah. faded looking. But it's also like, like famous hobos. <laughs> it's like the oh the music, tramps, the music group. Oh, the super tramps. super tramp. It's every oh, wait, that super super tramp. I put super tramp in there. It's every. I'm famous, kind of a super tramp fan. You every know that. famous tramp you can think of. You know, I love super tramp. May West. <laughs> Charlie Chaplin, the little tramp. The little tramp, sure. Tramp stamps. Like all on one sheet. It encompasses the yes, whole exactly. sheet. Yeah. But it's like a mural. So when you pull peel off the you peel off <laughs> the rectangle, you might get a corner of the of of May West and a corner of somebody's butt tattoo. Here's what I think. Right? I think the stamps themselves are all different images. Ooh, like they're just contained images. And then when you peel it's them all off. It's not a giant off, mural of like, okay. No, no, no. They're I all like, their own stamps. Mm, okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> like it would be like famous historical figures or whatever, like sheet of stamps you would get of various things. Right. Trains. But then when you peel them all off under the sheet, there is a tramp stamp. <laughs> what do you do with that? That's the prize. Oh, and well, you that frame one. It, of course. No, I know what that is. <laughs> yeah. This is going to sell so much. It's going to save the Postal Service. Mm-hmm. It's a temporary tattoo. Underneath, you reveal. That's a big tattoo. It does. It's not the whole thing. It's a temporary tattoo that you put on your. Well, you want it to go from hip bone to hip, like a wide, like an angel's wings or some shit, right? <laughs> I guess that's true. I guess that's true. Or some Japanese phrase. That's wrong. I always imagine like all like when I see like Asian characters written on like mm-hmm. some you know dumb Guilo. dumb at who yeah. Guilo Guilo Guilo. What does that mean? That's what wh- white people are called in Chinese. I think <laughs> really. <laughs> I, I always like imagine it said something like really mundane, and they're like it means like peace, but like it really means like uh, uh, there has to be. A million. Like I'm a dumbass. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, like. I'm trash. Yeah. Um, I I once met a person, a young lady, through a friend. She had a tramp stamp, which is we all know what a tramp stamp is is a location thing. 
A tram stamp is if you don't know and you're not like Gen X yeah. and you don't know. Welcome is, Zoomers. It is a tattoo located like on your sacrum specifically. Yes. Like right at like like right at the top of your butt. Yes. In the center. Lower back tattoo. It's always right over your on ass. your sacrum. Yeah. Well, I don't know if everyone knows what a sacrum is. I just learned it just Well, now. you can fucking Google sacrum. <laughs> oh, my God. You can fucking Google, Google, tramp stamp. Okay. So the two contenders for <laughs> the title of this episode are Nutass News and <laughs> Google Tramp Stamp. <laughs> Go- Wait. I think Nutass News is better. Than- Nutass News is really good. I feel like Google tra- Tramp Stamp. Google is- Tramp Stamp. <laughs> Google- Wait. Okay. So you knew someone that had a tramp stamp. And her tramp stamp was Uh-oh. the words, uh-uh. fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that might be my favorite tram stamp. And so the, my, That's friend, okay. my friend told me she has a tattoo. Like she was, it was at a party. She's across the room. And he said she has a tattoo that's uh, like above her ass. It says, fuck you. And I said, oh. I got to see it. And then I didn't even ask. The guy was like, hey, Stacy or whatever her name was. <laughs> Show him your tram stamp. Show him your tram stamp. she happily did. Wait, I just had an idea. I think a funny, ironic tattoo mm-hmm. would be a tramp stamp that just said the word Trump stamp. Wait, I got it. Tramp stump. Tramp stump? Never mind. What? <laughs> Do you want to know the nut ass news or not? <laughs> I did not mean for us to get sidelined. I would like to know the nut Yes, I would like to know the nut ass news. Okay, the nut ass news is... Okay, so... The reason why I think you got to is fucking buy up those tramp, Trump stamps. stamps. Tramp stumps. <laughs> tramp stumps. <laughs> tramp stumps. <laughs> it's because the fucking FBI, the fucking FBI mm-hmm. is investigating him. Right. For stealing a bunch of Top secret documents, which he could have declassified before he left the White House, but he didn't fucking bother. (laughs) He just took them to Mar-a-Lago and he's got like boxes of fucking state secrets sitting there and they're like looking at it. Okay, that's my one of my news stories I like. One of the news stories I like. Second news story that broke since we last met. This better be nut ass. This is nut ass. (laughs) This is nut ass. So (laughs) sounds so filthy. Supposedly, Merrick Garland, he's our he's our attorney general. He goes after like people who commit crimes. That's the idea. He's got. He said he's like investigating. You know, Trump. He basically said he's investigating Trump for for. The coup, the insurrection. Yeah, January 6th. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Although everyone's like, he's not doing it. And, I, and he's like, no, I'm doing it. <laughs> he's like, when you go after like a sitting president, it yeah. takes a lot, a, lot, a long mm. time. 
they broke the Washington Post <laughs> found out that for seven and a half hours mm-hmm. during the Capitol Six riot, seven and a half hours. Trump was using it like a burner phone, like Stringer Bell, (laughs) like from the wire. He stopped using all official. Mm -hmm. So apparently, like, I guess during Watergate, there was like a missing like 18 minutes. Yeah. Quaint. Seven and a half. I like that nut ass news. I like the FBI one. This is a different nut ass news. Let me say very quickly. Okay. I have a third nut-ass post news. office. I don't know who decides who gets to be put on stamps. It's got to be the fucking post office. If the post office themselves, if they decide, it's not going to be Trump stamps. No, there's got to be a secondary situation, like a like a like a panel. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sure. Like the but I don't think anybody like the, the academy. Right? But I think the post office is not going to make a stamp of the guy who tried to destroy the post office. Now, that would be interesting. My third nut-ass news deals with the post office. Great segue. Let's hear this now. Okay. So this nut-ass, news. this nut-ass news, I cannot fucking believe this one did not get the attention. But there's a lot going on in the world. It was only covered in nut-ass media? <laughs> it was, like. Yes, it was like N A N. You know, like how they like. There's like O A N. This is not us news network. N A N. So okay, I almost had to read the article twice because I was like, "What?" Like I did not understand it. This one's fresh off the fucking presses. Like I was like reading it with like I had insomnia and I was like, "What is this shit?" Okay. Two <laughs> secret service agents. Mm-hmm. These are the people that are paid to take a bullet <laughs> right. for various people. Yes, yeah. like high up, mm-hmm. higher up government officials. Mm-hmm. They are like they're like loyal only to the job and not yes. to people. Like yes, they're yes, like yes. they go into it because. There's something, you know, wrong with wrong. <laughs> <laughs> they want to die or something. <laughs> or something. Okay. Apparently, two secret. So it's not funny. It's actually quite serious. Well, but. I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> two secret service agents, one of which protect. First Lady Dr. Jill Biden Mm -hmm. have been being paid off with bribes Mm -hmm. by two randos, apparently that run an apartment building and had been providing them with like free penthouse apartments. And other gifts. In exchange for? Don't know. In exchange for what? Why would you pay off a Secret Service agent close to a president? Mm -hmm. Okay. 
discovered only because, and this is the bananas part. This is where we get into the nut aspect. This is the nut ass, the nuts, the nut aspect, and ass, the nuts. The, we're and getting bolts. out to the nuts and ass. The nuts and ass, <laughs> the nuts and ass, and and the nuts ass bolts. Someone has bolts ass. So the two randos, the two randos, mm-hmm. paid by God knows whom. I'm thinking Russian. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do I know? Right. I just read Twitter. <laughs> right. Perfect. They run this, I don't know, they're like running this apartment building. Someone in the apartment building <laughs> assault. Sorry. <laughs> Assaulted a postal worker. Sorry. It's not funny. It's horrible. Assaulted a postal worker, but the postal inspectors started questioning people in the building. This is where it gets nut ass because postal. So like the postal police, essentially. Thank you. And postal inspectors are sort of like this under the radar law enforcement Mm -hmm. where they like monitor crimes that involve the mail. Mm-hmm. So, like, for example, I think, I think, like, if I were to commit, like, wire fraud or something oh, like that, yeah. right, then maybe, like, postal inspectors would become involved. Mm-hmm. But they are definitely law enforcement. So they started questioning the people in this building and found out that these Secret Service agents, one of which who protects First Lady Dr. Jill Biden, mm-hmm. was being, was compromised. Right. So how, what, what? I mean, what? That's nut ass. I hope we find. What do you think about all of that? I mean. That's, that's like if I made that up in a show, if I made that up in a series. Yeah. You would think that's been, that's not yeah, real, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. What did you think of that? What do you think of that? I mean, I, I will gladly concede that is nut ass. Okay. Um, Thank you for agreeing. I think it will be very interesting to see what Who, they were exchanging for these uh, amenities. Um, but it also makes me wonder, is there like a postal inspector Columbo, like a guy or gal who's like a really good investigator detective? <laughs> yeah. 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 Cause you, that would be like a Bosch. Yeah, like a Bosch. Like a postal postal inspector. Like a postal inspector Bosch. And that should be a show. You know what? You should be that. You should play. I I wasn't fishing, but I like what I caught. Wait, we should cut this out of the podcast because I feel like this is like a million dollar idea. Well, look, we we should keep it on the podcast because this is proof that it was our idea. (laughs) (laughs) Let's take a break. Oh, we've got some sponsors. Feels, whoa, 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 feels, feels. It's a better way to feel better. Oh, you gotta love the symmetry. Feels is premium, feels is premiums. Feels premium CBD will keep your head clear and help you feel your best. CBD has been proven to greatly reduce anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness 
And if you didn't know, now you know. Navigating the world of CBD can be complicated. At Feels, they look to make the process, Canadians, as simple as possible so you can start feeling better sooner. Are you new to CBD? Welcome! Feels offers a free CBD hotline to help guide you through the discovery process. Canada. No CBD is right for you. <laughs> Feels hassle-free membership program is guaranteed to help you feel your best month after month or your money back. Folks, it's that simple. Shipped direct to your doorstep in only a few days. Feels is the new, natural, healthy, better way to feel better. Feels is great. We have it here in the home. I've taken it to reduce stress and anxiety. And guess what? It works. I didn't think that it would, but it actually did. I had a very stressful day one time recently. Said, you know what? Maybe I'll take a feels. I did it. And it helped because guess what? Things got worse that day, but I remained cool as a cucumber. Thank you, feels. Thank you, feels. Feels has an offer for you via us. Join the Feels community to get Feels delivered to your door every month. You'll save money on every order, and you can pause or cancel at any time. Feels works naturally to help you feel better. There's no hangover or addiction. And if you're new to CBD, Feels offers a free CBD hotline to help guide your personal experience. said that before, and I said it again. Repeat this offer at least three times. Not you. That's a command to me. Become a member at Feels and get 50% off your first order with our code HOMKINS. Homekins. Become a member and get 50% off your first Feels order with our code HOMKINS. I got to say it one more time. Become a member and get 50% off your first order with our code HOMKINS. At Feels. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com. Thank you, Feels. Thank you, Feels. Hi, listeners. I want to tell you about the number one meal kit for eating well. That is Green Chef. Green Chef offers 24 always changing recipes to choose from every week so you never get bored. It is a CCOF certified meal company. Green Chef makes eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle, whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, veg, gluten-free, or just looking to eat more balanced meals, which is the one I like. I do balanced meals when I do Green Chef. They offer a range of recipes to suit your preferences. Green Chef makes cooking easy. So like say you're not like a natural chef or you're just trying to get, you know, your bearings in the kitchen and like learn your way around the kitchen. Green Chef is a great way to introduce you to the world of preparing your own meals. They make things easy so you can spend less time stressing, more time enjoying delicious home-cooked meals. And with Green Chef, you get organic ingredients and sustainably sourced produce so you can feel great about what you're eating and how it got to your table. So personally, I love using Green Chef because I do like to cook already, but there are some nights I would like to take a little bit of a mental break and have the meal planning done for me. Um, was doing a commercial. Did you hear me? So go to greenchef.com slash homekins130. That's greenchef.com slash homekins130 and use code homekins130 
to get $130 off plus free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash Homekins130. If you're curious about trying meal kits and you haven't tried it before, now is the time because you get this great offer as our listeners. And I have made many Green Chef meals myself. And I have to say, they've all been delicious. Thank you, Green Chef. (laughs) We're back. Paul's giving me the business. Yeah, that's what I do. That's why I'm a businessman. So, Why are you giving me the business? We give the business to each other. It's fun. It's one Where, of the things we do. I, I don't, I, I, if people are a little sensitive to our energy <laughs> tonight, I have to say there's something that happens when there's like a heat wave. True. Like I get kind of, I get a little it's out like, of sorts. It's like that twilight zone where the uh, earth is really close to the sun and everybody's just miserable. Which we're living in. By the way, there's like some nut-ass news about climate change. Don't want to get into that one. And it turns out at the end. Yeah. This is a big spoiler. Oh, really? This woman has a fever and she's having a fever dream. That's a cheat. Because the earth is actually moving further away from the sun and everybody's freezing. Neither choice sounds great. They're not. Neither good. Agreed. Not but then into you them. can't make one about where the earth stays just where it is. <laughs> That's a good point, I guess. That would be like King of Queens. <laughs> um, <laughs> I got to work. By the way. I got yes, to work on. I'm listening. I worked on a. Uh, showbiz a, Corner. Very, showbiz Corner. I'm in the midst of doing a very small role in this um, comedy film. There are no small roles, darling. No, this is pretty small. (laughs) (laughs) It's a big cast. Yeah, it is a big cast. This this is like a little cameo kind of thing if I were famous. Um, (laughs) But it was a lot of fun, but I got to work with a dog. My character has a dog. Mm. So on a Zoom call, and he's showing everybody the dog. And so this wonderful... The bulldog that's on the skateboard? Not the bulldog that's on the skateboard. Fuck. Really? This is a this is a uh, a, a rescue dog. He that's like Jack Russell Terrier. Clearly, a lot of or terrier n- in there. Well, there was terrier. He's not got Jack. that wiry hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was but, cute, but bigger than you I showed expected. me some pictures. She was. Her name is Harper. Oh, she was wonderful. She was wonderful. She, I got to pet her like for an hour. It was she great. was just like a chill and calm little yeah, dog. She was. I but love here's that. The thing. These dogs, of course. You know, actor dogs. Right. Divas. Their motivation is treats. And so they're getting treats. That's what actor humans' motivations long. are too. Yes. The treat of a paycheck. The and treat having of insurance. And crafty. I like crafty. <laughs> I like crafty too, but it's not like somebody's not saying, hey, if you do this, you can go get <laughs> sun chips. <laughs> they probably did in the 80s, but with cocaine. <laughs> probably. Um, so the dog is constantly looking at... It's hard to establish any kind of connection with an actor dog. Right, because the trainer is the connection. They are it's looking the at trainer. the trainer all the time. And you, and I thought, like... Like, at one point, it crossed my head, like... I was trying to get the dog to sit on my lap, uh-huh. you know? And she wouldn't sit for me. She would only sit for the trainer. If the trainer said sit, she would sit. Because the trainer signals to the dog that the dog is working. 
The trainer is like, you're working. See, this is this is what I thought too. Okay. But then I also realized, no, this dog is thinking, sometimes when I do the things, I get a treat. Oh, so the, so the dog is essentially like thinking like I might get another command that'll get like, yes. Oh, I see. Yes. I know that the more commands I obey, the more treats I unlock. Right. So it's going to stare at the trainer the whole fucking time. Yes. It is always looking at the trainer. If the trainer says anything, the dog is like, is this a treat opportunity? (laughs) (laughs) And guess what? Nine times out of 10, it It is. It is. On a work day? <laughs> exactly. So what did they want the do- dog to do? The dog really just had to sit with me. And then at one point uh, has to, I open the, I, uh, I, I stand up, let the dog down on the, on the floor mm-hmm. and the dog has to paw at the door. I let the door, I let the dog out. Okay. And did the dog do all the things it was told to do like that? The dog that? did everything that it was told to do. And does she the dog get any camera time? Like, do you get to hold the dog up or anything? Oh like yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And what is your character's relationship to this dog? Like, I'm the owner of the dog. And, and um, but is are you like like well, is I your love, character? My character loves the dog. So your char- and is your character? Does your character love anyone else or just the dog? Unclear. My character is not in the film enough to know his loves and desires. We do know that he loves this dog. Okay. Okay. Maybe you still have a couple of days left on the film. Maybe I have one day left. But see, maybe this is when you go to the director. Like you go on Monday, and right. you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're like, hey. So, um, I've been thinking about my character's relationship to to his dog, and I really think there should, you know, we should have like there should be like a scene where we establish, you know, that this dog is like the most important person in my life. For like an emotional punch. I feel like that... Pack an emotional punch. I feel like that's kind of been established. I also don't think anyone watching this movie is going to be concerned with my character delivering emotional (laughs) punches. (laughs) But I like the idea of it. Like sort of like a Jared Leto. Like like, sort of like... (laughs) Here's what I heard about this guy. Jared Leto? Yes. That this movie, Morbius... What is vampire. that? I don't even know what that is. It's Everyone's those, talking about it's it. It's one of those Marvel movies that's not a Marvel movie because I think it was put out by Sony. Like Sony owns some of the Marvel stuff. Mm-hmm. I forget where all the legality is right now. Okay. But there's still things like the X-Men and things like that that are Sony properties. <laughs> so like it was a big deal when... So there's like legal stuff going it's on. All, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um. That's why they kept rebooting Spider-Man and having a new Spider-Man every time because Sony didn't – otherwise the the rights would lapse. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. I say that because it's super ego. Keep going. Sure. Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2. Y'all seen Spider-Man 2? Spider-Man. Um, so uh, – Some more uh, – So Morbius, the living vampire. Oh, it's a vampire. Yes. But he's a living <laughs> vampire. He what never is, died. Okay. He needs blood. So there's really, really no difference. Well, but he never died. So he's not undead. He has just changed himself into. He's like a scientist that has changed himself into somebody who needs other blood to live. That's why he's the living. Dead vampires also need other. Yes, but they are dead. So do you see what I'm saying? I don't get it. That's why he is the living vampire. No, I understand the words that you're saying. Okay, it feels like you don't. (laughs) 
<laughs> what makes him psychologically different? Oh, psychologically different than a vampire if his raison d'être <laughs> is to suck your blood. Because I don't think that he is just like going out and hunting human beings. I think he's figuring out other ways of obtaining blood. Legal he's ways. He's not killing people. He doesn't want to go people. he doesn't want to go to jail. Legally. <laughs> <laughs> Which most vampires, they don't give a shit. Cause they're dead and they're like, I can get out of yes. here. I can fly I can turn yes. myself into a bat, bat and I can go through the duct work. Yes. So it doesn't matter. Can hold me, I'm a vampire. So but because he can't turn into a bat, he could ostensibly go to jail. He could go to jail. I think he can also walk around in the daytime. Fun. I'm not. I'm not sure. He has more. He can go to the mall. I'm not sure. He can go to the mall. Because, <laughs> like, if he goes to Americana, like, it's an outdoor mall. This is the biggest difference between living and dead vampires. Okay. Wh- whether or not they can go to the Let mall. Let me ask you this question. Yeah. Dead vampires live forever and have more powers. Yeah. The bat. Right. Morphing. Why not just skip a few steps, go straight to the better vampire existence? Kill yourself. If I'm oh, Morbius and right. I and I'm like, dude, right, right, right. when I'm dead, I can turn into bats. It's gonna be great. <laughs> I, but I when think, I'm alive, I have to do this like legally. I guess I don't know what vampires are in the world of Morbius the Living Vampire. <laughs> I also don't know much about Morbius the Living Vampire. Sure. And I was not prepared to give information <laughs> on him today. Well, the information okay. I have is behind the scenes. <laughs> well, I'm all ears for that. I did not mean for sure. This, this can of <laughs> Morbius worms. So. I'm listening. Apparently, this character, Dr. Michael Morbius, mm-hmm. he has been in great pain, physical pain, all his life. This is one of the reasons, this is the main reason, I guess, he creates whatever serum or whatever he gives himself that turns him into the living vampire, right? Wait, he made himself the he vampire? He made himself into the living vampire, yes. Because of chronic pain? Yes. He was experimenting. Wow. This is a lot. So because the character was in chronic pain, Jared Leto Mm -hmm. would move very slowly, Mm -hmm. including when the cameras were not rolling Mm -hmm. and he had to go to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. And he would walk slowly Mm -hmm. to the bathroom. So slowly that they were like, this is actually eating up time on the film. Uh Uh-huh. And so they had to reach a compromise with him <laughs> where they would push him in a wheelchair. <laughs> what? Wait, what? Yeah. Why didn't they just have him pee in a cup? I can't imagine how painful that would be <laughs> if you were Dr. Michael Morbius. I, I don't think it would be painful. Like... If you're like, what okay. if your gnarled hands can't hold your penis properly? All right, you're spraying I, all over the place. I would be like, okay, here's pretend I'm directing. You, pretend you're Jared Leto. Pretend I'm your director. Uh, I have to go to the men's room, guys. Uh, Please, 
You must allow me 45 minutes there and back. <laughs> All right. We need to take a 51-1 or whatever. What are they called? 51- 10-100. Jared's going 10-100, but it'll take 45 minutes. Guys, over. We got to take a 10 one talkie noise. <laughs> Another 10-100. But we're losing light. So, uh, okay. And they're like, we yeah, need the a, sun will have set by we'll the time need a wheelchair. Back. We'll need a wheelchair again to get him there and back. And I'm yeah. like, okay, <clears throat> just give me a moment with um with Mr. Leto. Hi, I'm Jer. Uh, Jer Bear. Please call me Doctor. 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 Eminem. 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 I'll allow it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in great pain. So we're losing light. Oh, light. <laughs> losing light. What does that mean so to a um, it means well, you're a living vampire, oh, so call. it means good nothing. Call. You got me. I mean, you, you did go to like you die, you, well, you fell for my trap. We talked about your backstory. You went to Americana. What is this backstory. Okay, so here's the deal. So I've got this like empty big gulp cup. Mm. Big gulp. Yeah. So oh, I would love a big gulp of blood right now. Here's a, <laughs> yes, of course. Oh, that's making me want to go to the bathroom. M&M, M&M, M&M. Here's what I propose. I just piss in the cup. I read an ancient text. What? Ancient, I had tell a, me more about the ancient text. <laughs> I, had a, I had a PA. I sent them to the Vatican for some research. Is this the tale of biggest gulpus? Yes. And so apparently living vampires, I mean, they had to wear gloves like to, 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 to handle this text. Couldn't even take a screen cap with an iPhone. Cause really it was, gotta go. Speed it up. <laughs> okay. So living vampires, they peed, excuse me, urinated and made water. In, Thanks for cleaning it up. And, um, in the nearest, largest empty vessel turns out that big gulp sitting right there by camera too and uh it just for authenticity's sake for authenticity's sake if you could just alleviate into the big gulp alleviate into the big gulp because i want i'm going for authenticity here okay i'm jared leto now yeah i don't want people to see my dick (laughs) so can you please let me hobble to the men's room Jer Bear, Jer Bear, here's the deal. No, if okay. we're not up, right. up in, that in was fact. the blow to the seat. <laughs> that was the blow to the seat. Dude. All right, so um, okay, well, that's a that's fascinating. It's fascinating. I mean, how do you? I know we talked about this with Jeremy Strong and everything, but did we talk about it? We didn't talk about I don't know it. If we talked about it on mic, but we did talk about it personally. Uh huh. About about sort of like strange, like sort yeah, of yeah, con- people that that actors that get extreme with things like that, where mm-hmm. it sort of it carries off camera. Um, I think like. Here's what I believe, mm-hmm. personally. Mm-hmm. This is gonna sound. This is gonna. I do believe, like, if you need some, if you need to assert yourself as a performer mm-hmm. to help you get to a certain space, yeah, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But if you're so bad at it. That you need 
to fuck it all up. That's another thing. Fuck it all up, meaning the production? Meaning, like, make other people... Well, that's the thing. Like, and bring other people into the... Because when the Jeremy Strong thing came out... But Jeremy Strong does deliver good performances. But my question about... I will say this. Mm-hmm. I would be curious as an experiment to see Jeremy Strong as an experiment. Like, if he allowed me, like, yeah. an experiment, yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. like, Jeremy, I want to direct you in two different scenes, mm-hmm. and I'd like to see you with your process in this scene, and I would like to see you try my process in this other scene, mm-hmm. if there is much Well, this difference. is what it comes down to. I'm curious. Because when the Jeremy Strong thing happened, I had a, a brief uh, interaction with somebody online where this person was saying, hey, as long as it doesn't harm the production, you know, you have to respect the person's process. Okay. And fair point. My, my two feelings about that are fair point. Number one, it often just because it doesn't derail the the project doesn't mean it doesn't harm it and it doesn't disrupt it. And the people on the crew, the other actors, they're not there to serve the actor. Everybody's job is equally important. I agree. And we have we have this way. we have this thing in showbiz where it's above the line and below the line. Mm-hmm. And the idea is that we have to take care of these people and pamper them and blah blah blah. Meanwhile, the crew is on their feet all day, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like and boom operators have to hold their arm. Yes. I mean, that's and everybody's there. It's physical. Everybody's yeah. there to work on the same thing. And my my feeling is nobody's job is so much more important than everybody else's that they get to behave that way. Number Uh, one, here's my other thing. Okay. In terms of, Hey, whatever it takes him to deliver that performance, you know, if that's his process, blah, 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 blah. We're taking their word for it. That they need to do. But here's the thing. They're just saying that they do. And we have to say, okay, I, I'm not going to call you a liar. You know what I mean? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, experimentally, I would like to work with Jeremy Strong on two different scenes because I do believe... Okay, I here's the thing. I'm an actor, so I'm being a little, like, devil's advocate for five seconds. Mm-hmm. Sure. I do believe there is... Uh, there are moments where everyone needs to kind of like be brought in if there's something delicate happening, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. this is a delicate scene and yeah, a tender absolutely. scene, but I, I, I don't think everything should be just like, I need to do this take 15 times, you know, mm-hmm. when like, it's just like exhausting the whole yeah. deal. So I believe and in same like, goes for directors. Like I think there's Kubrick a balance. Kubrick doing 50 fucking takes of whatever, you know. It's so del- this is so tender because like I am such a Kubrick fan, but I like Did I you say this is so tender? Tender. Like oh, tender I because you were breaking up with me. <laughs> no, because because I I I love Kubrick's work and like yeah. there's a part of me as a as a fucking hardcore actor that wants to be a little abused on us. Like I would like <laughs> like like I could see myself being like I want Kubrick to tell me to I want him to like destroy my ego mm-hmm. and like takes like 33 right. to where it's like, Oh my gosh, like who was that on the screen? Yeah, yeah, if yeah. everyone's in agreement, like there's a mm-hmm. consent 
thing. There's a consensual thing. And on a set, you're right. There are like the below the line and they're not, they're not involved in the consensual conversation a lot of the time. Yeah. Yeah. But it's up to the director really to set that tone. Isn't it? Well, it is, but a lot of times directors are not the people, a lot of times directors are not in, they can't be in charge of somebody's process. You know what I mean? The thing about process, though, that like bothered, uh, like I just started the method. Like, by the way, I just started reading the method. Mm-hmm. This new book that came out, um, <laughs> but I'm only in like I'm, I'm still in Russia, so I haven't like gotten to whatever. <laughs> but like, you know, I think, I think there is there's a line that you cross where you're like, hey, I may need some space, or I need some time, or yeah. I need some silence, or I need. I need this or that. But then there's like, I'm directing this and I want everyone else to not speak to, you know, like to be scared of me or whatever. Like that's, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I'm like being weird about it because I I have like mixed emotions. I have mixed emotions about it. Which I understand. But I, for me, I think it finally came down to the ends justify the means is always a very shaky argument for anything. I totally agree with that. You know? I totally agree with that. And like, you know, like a lot of British actors I respect, like they would find that very, like they're all like, what you do is you have technique so that you can layer it on top of instinct yeah. Yeah, yeah. so that you're not reliant only on instinct and yeah. you're not reliant on this special magic sauce or this special like lightning in a bottle stuff like you have to have the other side of it as well because it's not always going to be a conducive environment to allow you to explore yeah because Because there are other things going on and most of the work takes place before you get to set you know before you're on camera it's like you you craft the character you know what you're going to do you know because you when as you say when you do get to set you don't necessarily know what it's going to look like. You don't know how it's going to be. You shouldn't dressed. know what it look like. You yeah, shouldn't exactly. know. It's like you don't want to know. You want to be a kind of like if you're imagining how the scene is going to play out, then you're not doing the work. The work is allowing for all of the information to inform it. Yeah. And for you to be flexible. But like I don't know. But not forcing other people to be flexible. To cater to you. Right, because everyone's job as an actor in that situation. The succession thing was so interesting to me because I didn't read the full article, I will admit. I only saw like the sound bites and then, you know, I'm a big fan of succession. It's so funny that at the beginning of the episode, I was like, are we going to talk about the slap? And now I dragged us into talking about (laughs) Well, it's old enough now. I mean, it's old enough. It's old enough now. But That's it's an ongoing thing because there's always going to be somebody like that. Well, the Jared Leto. Yeah. 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 You know, I, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know. Like there's something about like white, straight mm-hmm. male yeah. actors. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't like saying this because I really don't. I actually trying to make a very conscious effort in this stage of my life, in this stage of where we are as a culture Mm -hmm. to not be so 
like compartmentalized about society and monolithic about certain but as an actor like i've seen it i've seen it but i know a lot of white mate white male straight actors that are not this way well here's the thing that are not this way it's 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 very easy to say it's not all straight white male actors but when it is somebody that's doing it it's a straight white male it feels like it's more that than not i can't i mean i'm hard-pressed to think of another example of somebody that does that. Well, there's definitely been like some female divas out there. Like I'm not, I mean, if but I. But I think they get punished for it though. Well, we're punishing the white dudes for it. We're saying like it's annoying and boring. That, But that's it. But it's somebody like Deborah Winger or whatever. Who's like the tiniest bit difficult or assertive or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then it's like, oh, don't work with her. But, but because like. Jared Leto can get a movie. Or made. like Sean, uh, what's her name? Sean. Sean Young. Young. Yeah. She got like a reputation, yeah. didn't she? I thought. Did she? Yeah, she did. I don't know what her deal was. I don't know much about her. She but really, she's somebody that got like sidelined by Hollywood. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For something. I don't know what. She wanted to play Catwoman in the Batman movie. The next bat the the sequel to Batman that Tim Burton was making. Okay. And she like I think I, if memory serves, she like conned her way onto the studio lot. Probably not that hard because she was a well-known pre nine eleven. You could well, you really could like get on in, almost any in a lot. Catwoman costume, like showed up. Okay, you know, campaigning, like doing a stunt to, uh-huh. to campaign uh-huh. to get this uh-huh. role. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. And people were saying she was crazy and all this stuff. And she was kind of but like, like a dude would do it, and they'd be like, "Oh my god, she was he showed so much fortitude." She was relentlessly mocked and made fun of, you know. And her career was never the same after that. Hmm. That's weird. Whether or not she was, I don't know what her deal. I mean, yeah. I don't know her. I don't know. Uh, but I mean, when you think about the male actors that you know, how unpleasant could she ever have been that would warrant? Like, okay, we're not going to work with her or whatever. She's damaged goods. I don't know because Hollywood is such a strange landscape to me. (laughs) Like, there is so many, there are so many, like, people have so many different experiences of it. Like, it's not, it's not, well, now I guess we're kind of probably like toward like our recommendation period. But I, I did just read Bob Odenkirk's memoir mm-hmm. and i found it very interesting his sort of journey in hollywood and yeah. kind of like well you know like i'm like a little scared of him anyway because like <laughs> <laughs> you you always laugh at me about that but he he has he's like um he's alpha he's alpha yeah 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 He's so alpha male mm-hmm. and i'm like a little scared of alpha people just in general mm-hmm. because i'm not i don't speak that language yeah. i don't understand it i i know it's not always like a threatening thing and like mm-hmm. it's like whatever person's survival mechanism to get through the the world yeah that's not been mine yeah so it's very I would opposite say, like, to soften a little bit bob is type a you know what i mean like i don't think he is in a i don't think in all situations he's in like some kind of like i have to be in control here Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm sure on the set of Better Call Saul, he's like very much. Really? Because I did that yeah. one tiny little nothing part, I mean, which I love doing on with Bob and David. That's a different story. And he that was ran his thing. the, he ran that the was whole, his thing though. 
Do you know what and I mean? And he wasn't directing that episode. I know, yeah. But that's but television is a, is a producer's medium. And I'm sure okay. like from working on Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, he is like he's collaborative. He is not like, you know, this is the way it has to be. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um and I have to I, I gotta say, like I'm re I just rewatched Breaking Bad and I'm I'm now rewatching Better Call Saul mm-hmm. in anticipation of the Yeah, to get Better ready for Saul the premiere. final season yeah. of Better Call Saul, which I can't wait. I mean it's gonna yeah. be so good. And as much as I enjoyed Bob on both of these shows, mm-hmm. it was always kind of hard for me because mm-hmm. I saw Bob. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Well, you've known him. Yeah. And to exactly. the, to our listeners, Paul has a history with Bob and yeah. Bob Bob gave me his first my job, first big job show business in showbiz, job. yeah. Yeah. Um years ago, like in the nineties. Yeah. Yeah. But rewatching it now That's why I think he's scary too. Rewatching it now, <laughs> I just see his acting uh-huh. and the character and I'm really glad that I rewatched it because I am so much more appreciative now of the work that he has done sure. on the show. Yes. And it's, the show's it's been terrific. such a great experience. The book is really fun. The book, if you're a comedy fan in any way, shape, or form, I actually recommend the book because he sort of – he comes out of like the Chicago world. Yeah. Of like that second city mm-hmm. improv, like Del Clo- like that whole situation, yeah. which I don't understand a lot of, but like, like he was just a real student of comedy. Like mm-hmm. that was his whole thing is that he wanted to achieve this sort of nirvana with, yeah. with comedy and like kind of like sought it out and had like a very single minded path mm-hmm. with it. And that allowed the drama stuff to fall in his lap a little bit, which I think is kind of a funny, like, showbiz trajectory, to be honest. Like, in a way, it's a fun lesson of, like, just follow your, just follow your bliss Mm -hmm. a little bit. Yeah. And, like, see what happens, like, see where the, where things shake out a little bit. But, um... I don't know why I started down that road of like men and like Hollywood and like Hollywood, like everybody's journey is so different. Mm-hmm. Like you could be someone like that. That's very single minded and you just keep like at it and at it and things happen for you. But then if you're like someone like, I guess like Sean Young, like you're considered nuts. I don't get it. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> like it's like weird. It just depends on who you encounter too. Also in this industry. Yeah. But I mean, don't you agree? When, when dudes do something like Sean Young did, I mean, you know this. It's like, yeah, it's celebrated as like, oh my god, this is the length innovative, or whatever. innovative. Yeah, what I love about that Sean Young thing was like, it was so, it was such like an old fashioned Hollywood kind of stunt. You know what I mean? And it's also like a, it's kind of like um, balls to the wall a little bit. Like yeah, I, absolutely. I wouldn't have the courage. To do something like yeah, that, probably. It was, it was fun. You know what I mean? That yeah. was like a fun who, thing. Who was Catwoman? Michelle Pfeiffer. Was it always going to be Michelle Pfeiffer? I don't know if it was always going to be Michelle Pfeiffer. I don't know. I mean, these things always have like a history of people that turned it down and, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I know that Sean Young got in there really early, you know, really wanted that part. And who was directing it again? Tim Burton. 
And is Tim Burton, I don't know a lot about Tim Burton. Nor do I. But he's like a, he's a very well-respected director. Like he's like someone major, right? He doesn't have he's a bad, he's he doesn't have a bad, at that, he, at that point he but was But he like, doesn't have a bad reputation. I don't think so. He does. Like you mean like as a person? Yes. As a person, I don't know. Cuckoo, double, double cuckoo. Double cuckoo. Double cuckoo. All the way, what does this mean? <laughs> what, oh, that man passed away. I know. The double rainbow guy. He lived a good life. There was actually a nice write-up about it when was he died. Was there? Because yeah. he was meaningful to me. Like, double rainbow was an early inter- yeah. internet viral yeah, yeah. thing that I adopted. That was like, I was thing. very into it. Yeah. All right. But, like, we think Tim Burton is, like, an okay I guess. dude. I guess. So was he mortally offended by Sean Young dressing? I need to know more. I have that. I don't know. I don't know. It just seemed like everybody sort of got on the same page of like, we think this is crazy. And, you know, so I have a confession to make. Oh my God. 11th hour confession. I, cause I read like a lot of memoirs, like, mm. like Hollywood, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I think I would have thrived in the in the studio system. <laughs> I know what you mean. I think that sometimes too. That you would have or that I would yeah, have? Both of us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That if it was like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But from everything that I can, like, if you read any, like, Hollywood memoir about it, like, even, like, the Sally Field. By the way, I highly recommend the Sally Field memoir. Mm-hmm. It's emotionally brutal Mm -hmm. it's very well written Mm -hmm. it's incredibly introspective Mm -hmm. but her career span span i mean she had like a studio like early early yeah which is wild to think about she was like the tail end of the studio system when she was a kid yes what i i just feel like like that sort of like bread and butter journeyman, like being part of like a cog in a wheel. Mm -hmm. Like I could, I mean, but apparently like it sucked. It sounds like it was horrible. Like by everything that I've read. Why is this freelance bullshit better though? Well, that's the thing. Cause I get like the week to week and I, I, and there's free classes. All right. Keep talking. You, it sounded bad, right? It's not that. I guess there's a lot of things that are still the same as the way they used to do there's that. There's not though, you know? because it's not because you could be under contract and you could just like have bit parts and right. and you would go to a job every day mm-hmm. and there were classes and there was a community and there was theater. Like if you listen to that Lucille Ball podcast, like mm-hmm. there, there was a fucking theater on the lot. And they would like put shows up, but you would be like, I know you weren't making like a ton of money, Mm -hmm. but also like, I don't know if that like pre-unions and stuff. Like when were the unions? That I don't know. But I thought the studio system I thought was like, the idea was we're going to groom stars. We're going to try to build stars. We have a stable of actors. We'll put them in these various things and and try to make them catch on. Yes. Um, But I feel like in the studio system, I would have been. Oh, you would have been a com- like, You would have been the comedy like. Oh, I would dream. Been, I would have been like in every movie as the guy who was like, "Now see here, what what is the meaning of this?" No, I think you would have had. No, I think you would have had like a more comedic like trajectory. Well, no, that is comedic. That I'm saying that's the guy. Like there would have been like movies 
like, I'm like about the outraged, you. like hotel manager or whatever. No, 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 no. I don't I think. No. no, I think I you would have been, been like, that guy. It would have been like Paul of Tompkins as no, the no, no, no. as like you would have had like no. comedy bang bang. Like that would have been your comedy bang bang. No, I would have been like the guy. <laughs> like if it's like a Cary Grant movie or whatever. I think I would have been the sweet. Uh, that what I think I would have been mm. would have been like the wholesome wife mm. that the like like a Donna Reed yeah and the mm. sultry trampy woman would be like coming after my man and he would have like fallen for her and I would have been like I can't believe that you did this you know like I think I would have been the scorned but not the femme you, don't think you, you would have gotten your own tramp stamp. No, I don't think the great I w- Hollywood tramps. I think I'd have been more in the Donna Reed camp and less mm. in the um, Violet Bitt. Joan Ca- Crawford mm. kind of like not okay. yeah. And I think you would have been like a star comedic. St- you would have been in every comedy the studio put forth. Honey, that's very sweet of you to say. All I know is that the idea of being an actor mm-hmm. and not waiting tables. And getting a paycheck from a studio Absolutely. and having a place to go yeah, and the yeah, commissary yeah. and like friends. Yeah. And like every day you would go there and you would be like, I'm working on this picture mm-hmm. right now and I'm working on this crazy picture. And you might show up at the commissary mm-hmm. with your weird outfit or whatever. And like to me, that just, I have a romanticized view of it. I know. And all I've ever read was like, I was in hell. I know. But that's the thing. I mean, it works that it does sound appealing. Like that's, but that's how the studio laid it out. was like, this is what your life will be. And it does sound appealing. Guess but then what? obviously there was better a lot of, than this night life. Well, of I don't like know. fucking auditioning for free I, all I, the I time. Bet and- I really bet it's like an apples and oranges kind of thing. You know what I mean? I bet. Anyway, we don't have time to get I'm into I'm curious about it. I'm curious about it, too. Someone please. Hey, if you're an old person that went through the studio system, we'd love to hear from you. Give us a call. We have an email address. It's stayofhomekins at gmail.com. Yes, we do still read them. I know it seems like <laughs> it's been a slower slog. We are on Instagram at stayofhomekins. We are on Twitter at stayofhomekins. We're a little bit like slower back on the situation but yeah, also we probably have covid right now we don't know we don't have it we're still Paul here i got a second booster by the way it's true i got my tooster some people are confused about it and i i admit i am as well i'm clearly years away from being eligible according to the cdc guidelines i got my results please be negative the results are in and i M negative. I didn't like this little game that you. If just... I were positive, would I be doing a bit like well, you that? You looked at me weird. I was trying to do a Maury. <laughs> All right, hey everybody! Thank you for listening. We actually we love you. We are still here, we're and still we here. still love you. And, and I'm we're glad sorry. you're still there. Sorry, it's once a month. It's because Paul's got freedom, and he's got shows he's doing at you Dynasty. Have a life too. Come on. But I'm saying they can. They can dip into your... Oh, I see what you're saying. I thought you were blaming me for it being once a month. Well, no, I'm just saying you're you're available. And are, are you going to Austin at the end yes. of the month? Um, the Moon Tower. Moon Tower? The Moon Tower, just I'm for laughs. I'm being followed by a Moon, moon tower. tower. Moon Tower. Moon Tower. 
Tower. Um, Mark Evan Jackson and I will be doing our uh, two gentlemen improv show, Mr. Jackson and Mr. Tompkins, where we put on tuxedos and do a two-man show. That's going to be good. Um, if you're in Austin, you should check that out. That will be in Austin at the Paramount Theater as part of the Moon Tower Festival, um, April 20th and 21st. Um, tickets are available uh, at paulftompkins.com slash live. I'm very much looking forward to that. I haven't been to Austin in a while. I'm looking forward to going back. You just recently did a show with Lauren Lapkus oh at Dynasty, the- uh, Dynasty Typewriter, yeah, and it's Lauren available and I, online, correct? That's right. We did a live stream show for uh, no live audience. It was just the two of us in the theater. <laughs> we had roving cameras following us around. I we, love we, it. We like, you... went all over the theater and did scenes. I love that you guys did that. It was so much fun, and that is archived now at DynastyTypewriter.com. Um, and in May, and we'll, in May we're going to have another stay of homekins before this. Yeah. However, May the 29th, Sunday of Memorial Day weekend, that's right, May 29th, two uh, Varietopia shows, 5.30 p.m., 8.30 p.m. at Lodge Room in Highland Park. Yes. If you happen to be in Los Angeles at the end of May, Memorial Day weekend, there are still tickets available, still tickets believe available. it or not. And I got to say, man, the 5.30 show... I think it's a great idea. You show up to a show, you get out, go have dinner. Well, they're also at uh, Lodge Room. There is like an ad- adjacent an restaurant, but restaurant like, bar. Yeah, I think it's but also or, just Highland Park or have dinner beforehand. Go to the eight thirty show. You but know if I mean? you have work Monday morning, it's perfect. Exactly, and those shows it's not like a super late night. And those variety shows that you do are available on Vimeo. You have a Vimeo yes. channel. Yes, Paul F. Tompkins on Vimeo. Um, past yes. shows are archived and if you can't make it to this one in, uh, on May 29th that will be archived as well yes but you got a lot going on and you have your freedom obviously freedom, of course, which is a podcast yeah. I recently I haven't even listened to it but I just <laughs> recorded a podcast with an 11 year old <laughs> I believe it's called Little T's Big Interviews with Tess, Little T's big interviews. <laughs> it just went up interviews. this week. I I did the uh, interview with oh. the. Oh, she was very professional. She That's was fantastic. very professional. Other than that, I don't think I'm on any other podcasts. Speaking of Bob Odenkirk, uh-huh. yeah, I'm on an audio series uh, that you can get via podcast um, on Audible that he produced Audible with his son Nate. Yes, Nate Odenkirk, who wrote this thing. Um, and so, I play a part in it. It's a, it's a really funny and very silly series it's called, called Summer in Argyle. Summer in Argyle. By Music the way, by Eben Schletter. My cousin Annie, shout out to cousin Annie, was going to her new job as an assistant to a literary manager on Sunset Boulevard. And she saw two huge billboards for Summer in Argyle yes, on shocking. Audible. I had no idea. She took a f- photo and sent us the artwork for the for the show is really cool. Yeah, it's great. it's great. And have you listened to Summer in Argyle yet? I have not listened to it yet. I okay. just got all the episodes. I just downloaded all the episodes. Oh, I'd like to listen. Yeah. How many episodes? I think it's six. Are you in all six? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. I am I am throughout the series, so maybe, but I can't Oh my say God, for sure. there's so much content we're plugging right now. It's gotta be annoying. It's gotta be annoying. Folks, we're done. We're done here. <laughs> We'll see you next month. Until then, stay stay safe, stay stay sane, and stay strong. strong.